Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we are in Perikud Aleph, and this is Shir Yutches. So last time we spoke a little bit about now switching gears from discussing the Kiyos as far as specific mitzvahs are concerned, and now we're going to talk about Inyanim of Midois, that a person has to be clean and tahor in terms of his Midois. And we began that Hakdama, and now the Hakdama continues. Omnam, Kemoisha di Barno like we said by the Mitzvah, that you have to be very clean, and you have to clean out all of the uh, side um, distractions and be very tohor in your Asiyas HaMitzvah. Because uh, if you're not, it, it's very easy to fail and people can be easily uh, diverted off the proper derech. So too, with various midas characteristics, and we're going to also have to go into them more deeply because we are these are things that are usual and people have problems with them. And we're going to list them and some of the, the ones that we're going to discuss and just briefly say something and then go into each one of them more in detail. What are they? Hagava. Uh, gaiva, which is haughtiness, kas, which is anger, kina, kina is uh, jealousy, betava, and desire. These uh, midais are mina, the midais magunais, and they're not only bad in and of themselves intrinsically, but they also lead a person down the path to worse and worse averas, potentially. Hein kol eila midais rois, asher osim for semes. Everybody knows that these are not good midais. Ein sarach lorayas, you don't need proof for this. We all know that these are bad midas, and what comes out of them is also never good. Each one of them, if you think about it, is uh, is really silly for a person to have these kind of midas, but they're sort of part of our natural being, and we fall into the trap. Each one of them can lead a person into Averis Chamuras, as we'll see when we get into um, into them more specifically. For example, a person who has Gaiva, so, uh, you know, he, it's very easy for him to get into Inyanam of Lashon Hara and, and Inyanam of Rechilas. You know, a person who has Kas can very easily... Uh, come into situations where he harms somebody else, um, etc., etc. So, that we have a, a Pasuk that tells us in the Chumash, that if a person has Gaiva, the first step is, that if a person has Gaiva, they, they will forget HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They will think, uh, you know, I, 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 it's me, I do, I do everything, I don't need HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know Chazal tell us that if a person is a kasan, it's like he's What does one have to do with the other? A kas, you lose control. And losing control, the same way you lose control, you can lose control with Avedizara as well. And kina and tava, we have Chazal in Perkiyavas, Behedja, Hakina Vatava, Kavid, Maitzina, Sadam, and Ailam. These things. Are, lead to antisocial behavior, they lead to uh, hatred among people, and uh, they can cause a person to feel completely isolated and, and eventually um, harm. You know, harm can come from it. 
So a person has to overcome these midas, even though they may be part of his natural being, he has to overcome them. Each one of them is like a, a bad, uh, um, uh, you know, a, 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 an inferior, a bad uh, shoot that comes off of a vine and needs to be cleaned off. So that we're going to talk about them one at a time. And one of the interesting things by these midas, and he kind of alluded to it, is that some of them are double-edged sword. In other words, there's no absolute that you never are supposed to have gaiva, or you're never supposed to have kino, or you're never supposed to have. There are situations where the midah is, is something that one can build off of and use. So we have to be able to modulate and understand which when we use the midah properly, and most of the time when we shouldn't use it at all, and not only not use it, but, but separate ourselves completely from it. Let's talk about gaiva. What is that? Person feels that, you know, I am, I am choshev, I'm important, and I'm deserving of praise. So, uh, and because of that, you know, I deserve recognition, and because of my, my greatness. And from that, all of the different aspects of gaiva come out. Very often, it can be contradictory issues that cause the gaiva. In other words, a person can be a balgaiva because he's haughty, and then he could be excessively humble, but humble to show other people that I'm, look, look how great I am because I'm a humble person. So humility can be gaiva too. You know, there, sometimes the midas are mischalfes. They have to be able to tease out what's really going on. One person might think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very smart. I'm so smart, you know, and no, nobody else is as smart as me, so why do I have to handle with anybody else? Another person thinks of himself as beautiful. Now, this is a little bit interesting because usually um, when we're talking to men, noah is not the thing that we, uh, that we uh, uh, ascribe. However, everybody knows the famous Gemara where uh, Shlokish was a, you know, was a robber, a highway robber, and uh, he was, uh, he was, he saw once Rav Yochanan, and Rav Yochanan was was uh, bathing, and he jumped in after him, and um, Rav Yochanan, you know, and you know what exactly was supposed to happen is a whole machlokes exactly what he tried to do to Rav Yochanan, but the bottom line is Rav Yochanan uh, responded to him, "You're so strong, you should use your your strength for Torah." So he responded back to him, Shufroch Lenoshi, you are beautiful. Rabbi Yochanan was beautiful, he had a beautiful countenance. So that's for women. So it's interesting, he didn't say, Shufroch, that you're a handsome guy. He said, Shufroch Lenoshi, the beauty you have is not for you, it's for other people, for women. And we know Rabbi Yochanan used to sit by the, by the Merchats and he would sit there so that the women, when they came out of the mitpah, would see him and they would, his, his holy countenance would, would, would be what was on their minds so they would have children that were Tamiri uh, Chachamim. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, but a person can look at that and say, you know, look, look at me, how great I am, how, how beautiful I am. Uh, even, even men, they generally don't do that. Another person thinks, I'm deserving of COVID. I have to sit by the Mizrachant. I didn't get the right Aliyah. I didn't get the right uh, Kibbutz when, when it came. Another person says, listen, I am the, the leader here. I'm the top gun, so to speak. And therefore, people have to respond to me in a proper way. And we'll see some examples. Some people think, listen, I'm, I'm the Chacham. I'm the Talmud Chacham, so people have to respond to me in a certain way. 
Anything that's good in the world, if a person thinks he has it, it's his, right? You're in danger. Right away, there's a danger. You can fall into the trap of Gaiva, and bad things can come out of it. Now, here we have to explain a little bit that there's another side to the picture, and this is a very important side, because, uh, you know, Shlomo Arbach points out a very interesting thing. Maish Rabbeinu was called the Onab Mikal Adam. He was the greatest Onab that ever lived. And yet, Maish Rabbeinu obviously believed in the Torah. He believed in every word and every ois in the Torah. He had complete moon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Torah says that, that Maish was Onab Mikal Adam. So Maish had to know that he was an Onab, because it says so in the Torah. He had to believe it because that was that's what the that's what that's what the, that's what the Torah says, and he believed everything in the Torah. So how does that work? How can he be Anamikal Adam if he believes he's Anamikal Adam? And the Torah says, and Mufarshim many Mufarshim explain, it's not the vart that you know. You you should know what you are. A person should know what his abilities are. However, uh, knowing it and feeling it and acting on it are two different things. So, for example. There's a, uh, Rabbi Kiva Ega was known as a tremendous anav, right? So uh, there was a Misa once that he was found himself in a shul with the Nesivas. And uh, came to the Aliyah, they gave the Aliyah to Rabbi Kiva Eger, and he, you know, he, he was embarrassed that they didn't give the Aliyah to the Nesivas. And he passed out, he fainted. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't deal with it, he fainted. And they couldn't revive him until the Nesivas came and whispered in his ear. He told him, the reason that they gave you the Aliyah is because you're older than me, not because, uh, you know, you're greater than me. That woke him up. That was that enabled Rabbi Kiva Eger to get up and be able to continue on. However, when it came time, there was a machlekas in his later life. Uh, Lagabi, a certain shas that was printed, you know, the shas uh, Slovakia. So there was a, a big machlekas about its its authenticity and certain things in it. Was problems with that shas. So Rabbi Kiva Eger, um, you know, and, and, they, and he passed in a certain way, and the people on the other side came and complained to him. They said, oh, you know, look, you know, he probably he, the people around him, he's old, he doesn't remember. And then he put out a title and said, this is my Psaka from the Godel Hadar. So you see, he knew who he was, yet he was a tremendous honor. So he continues, If a person believes he's, in, he's deserving of praise, you won't only have one bad thing. Ella told us, Rabbis and Mishunas state Sanami matter. Many bad things can come out of it. Afil hafachiyais and unsus b'hem. Even if they're opposite, like like we mentioned, a person with gaiva can can prava nivus, but he's really it's really gaiva. But let us misiva achas v'shteim l'davar echad miskatnis. But it's all about the same midurah, and we'll pick up from here next time. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.